rugby time, even though the season is over. We are joined now by Atana Umanga, former all-black captain. He's coached all over the world in Toulon, at Counties and the Blues, and now finds himself as head coach of Moana Pacifica. Welcome in, T. Um, are you excited for Super Rugby next year already? Um, yeah, yeah, it's a fair way off, but um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get started with this uh, with the new group and um, you know get to see some new faces. Obviously, I haven't met a lot of our, a few of our players, so uh, uh, it'll be interesting come day one. How do you, when you're gathering a group like this for you know it's quite a long campaign, Super Rugby. How do you balance youth and experience when you're selecting such a big squad? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think it's important to have, obviously, that experience. Um, I, I don't know how to explain it. You know, they're the ones that can guide these players. You know, I was looking for players that obviously have a, a lot of experience, not just in terms of playing rugby, but in these kind of environments. And um, they um, show a good example of the behaviours that I'm looking for uh, to show these young guys, you know, who come with a lot of energy. But also um, a lot of uh, probably trepidation as well, you know, coming into they've achieved this goal of um, becoming professional rugby players by signing these contracts, and then now they have to learn what that means and what that looks like. And I think that's probably the key thing for young players to really understand that uh, signing that contract, um, yep, you're a professional rugby player, but actually learning, you know, what are the habits, what are those professional habits, what are those professional behaviours that need that I need or these young young men need to sustain a long career in this game because, you know, that, that's that's the ideal for us. And now once they get those habits, um, then I think, you know, that, that's what we can build on and, uh, and, and hopefully, you know, build um, a successful campaign. How important to have the likes of Sokopi Kipu and Christian Liliofano, uh, two former Wallabies, both well into their 30s. I was so stoked to see their names back on the team sheet because you're going to really lean on them early early on, particularly, I'd imagine. Yeah, exactly. Um, and these guys, as you know, uh, you know all their uh, experience... Um, is, is going to be invaluable for us. You know, again, as I said before, you know, we're passing this, their ability to pass on. And I think that's the, you know, talking to these two guys, because you have to have a chat to these guys. Like you say, they've, um, they've achieved all they've needed to achieve in their careers and, and what motivates them. Because again, you know, they're still, they're still players as well. They still, um, you know, they need, they're taking up a spot. So I've got to, I had to know that. The, the fire still burns within them to be competitive and, and, and want to play. And, and and speaking to both of these guys, you know, they, they still have that fire. You know, they still want, but also I think there's an element of giving back to, they understand what Moana Pacifica is about. They understand um, the role we play in, in developing uh, Pacific Island players, specifically Samoan and Tongan players for their uh, um, for their national teams, and, and obviously both Sekupe and Christian are very proud Samoan and Tongans, um, and, they, and they see the value of of what's happening here at Moana Pacifica. So, you know, there's there's twofold for them. There's leaning on them for their experience, but also them understanding, and, and, and obviously us understanding that they're still players that want to that, that want to play the game. You know, and uh, you know, I think that's the major thing for me is that you know if that fire burns to play because you know that's the key. Um, I think those other things will fall into place. 
this season, 2023 in particular, um, Moana Pacifica did a really good job on social media, which can be toxic sometimes, but they used it really well and led us into the inner sanctum of what it meant to be uh, a Moana Pacifica player. And the roots back, uh, the, the lines back to the Pacifica roots really did play a strong, strong part in this team. And I just wondered for you as well, Tano, like you took some time out uh, from rugby coaching. You set up uh, a victual with, with your wife, which which is a supplement company linking into uh, Maori and Pacifica peoples and stuff like that. How, how much have you grown and been drawn back to your Pacifica roots through both that and through rugby? Um, yeah, it's been huge for me, especially uh, in, in recent years. Um, I've really, as you said, I've, I've gone back to my heritage and, and looked into that, and I've really embraced that. Um, obviously, spending time with uh, Manu Samoa uh, in recent years, and you know, just coming back from the World Cup, you know, I took a lot of learnings from um, uh, from those environments, and, and uh, I think. Again, you know, I only uh, teach from what I know and what I know and what I've learned in my experiences uh, you know, has been huge and, and how important our culture is to Pacific Islanders and how we can uh, um, incorporate that into uh, into sport. Um, because of, obviously, you know, like my case in point, you know, I, I kind of found my way through school, didn't achieve much, but sport has got me to where I am. And you know, uh, we see a lot of that with, with our Pacifica um, men and women, that sport can be a saviour for, for a lot of us. Um, it can give us uh, pathways into um, progressing in life. Um, I've taken such great lessons uh, from rugby itself. You know, rugby's given me a lot, as well as my culture, and that's why I love the game, and I'm always willing to give back. And, and I think, as you've said, um, I've really drawn on the, that culture and the understanding of it. Um, and, you know, I've, I've still got a lot to learn, but I, I want us to be able to embrace that and, and use that as a as a platform um, to build our game, to build our club here at Moana Pacifica, you know, because um, we are uh, obviously Pacific Island run and led, and, you know, we, we have people of, uh, of non-Pacific origins, but yet they understand what we're about and want to help help grow and drive that for our people. So you know, I think um, those things, making sure that we embrace that culture, uh, we understand where we come from, we understand you know, what we're doing it for, and understand that you know like we're here now, but we want to be here for uh, a long time. And so you know our time here is about growing this, and for those that are coming um, after us, just like our our parents and our grandparents have done before. You've always, I've known you a long time right from your early playing days and you've always been a person uh, who's into self-improvement, always getting better. Even at the end of your career, you were always trying, playing career, you are always trying to get better and better. When you look back at your coaching uh, that you've done in Toulon and you've done counties, you've done the Blues and now Moana, you've helped with Samoa. Are you always consciously on a road of self-improvement with a coaching hat on now? Oh, 100%. I think you have to be. Uh, and I think that's just something in life too. You know, you can't, um, as a player, you know, and I've made that mistake before, where you get comfortable, you achieve, 
some goals and you think, oh, well, I've made it now. Then all of a sudden you're wondering why you're not there the next year, you know, and I've been in and out of teams, you know, the All Blacks have been dropped from there. Um, and then you understand, well, actually, I need to keep improving. I need to all, because people catch up. And I think we've seen that with, you know, just recently at the World Cup, how close the games were in those top eight teams. And, um, you know, like, if you sit still and, and aren't willing to learn, then, you know, very quickly you'll be either, um, you'll be swallowed up and passed. And, and I think, for anyone in life, you know, that, that growth mindset, um, always willing to improve because there's always things to learn. And, you know, as you said, I've, I've had a lot of coaching experience now. And, and yeah, you know, I've had some um, had some uh, pitfalls there as well. And now I'm taking all those learnings. I, I sit back and watch and, and make sure that I'm not going to make those same mistakes again. And I'm very conscious of that. And, and that's what we ask of our players too. When we give them feedback, you want, you want the same thing. You, know, you want to see that, well, we give you feedback. You know, if you're making a, an error, then we want you to rectify that and, and not make them again. And you know, Sometimes you need to do that two or three times, but obviously the, the good ones, they understand the error, they see how to fix it, and then they move forward in that. Um, and then that's what we need to do. Because obviously, uh, again, you know, super rugby's and rugby, you know, you don't you don't necessarily have a long time in the game, but when you're there, you've got to make, make the most of it. Stephen Jones is an interesting um, <laughs> include for uh, Moana Pacifica. You couldn't get less Pacific Island than a Welsh first five. Um, I, I, I can only admit his excitement must be through the roof with this opportunity, T. What's he going to bring? Yeah, no, um, Jones is a, you know, he's a good man. Oh, look at him. He's just walked in the door too. <laughs> I'm just going to talk. I'm just going to talk about him. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. Um, uh, we're very fortunate to have someone of um, of Jonesy's, uh, you know, his ilk, and um, it was just, I think, again, you know, we talked about that willing to learn. Um, he came off his own back to to the Blues last year. Oh, sorry, this year, because um, he, he, you know, he, he had a bit of downtime and he, and he wanted to improve himself and learn, you know, on this side of the world. And so we spent a week together, and uh, it was a good week. You know, we he's a good man, and you know, we were, our sense of humours were kind of similar, which might not be a good thing. But um, <laughs> oh, I think just listening to him and, and when he he did a bit of um, a project for us and, and gave us some insights into our own game and and what's happening on the in the north, um, and I really enjoyed the detail that he brought. And then obviously after that, once I got the the nod for this job, um, and I was looking for. Uh, an attack coach, uh, especially, you know, who could um, develop uh, the first five or ten position, um, our game drivers and our kicking game. Um, I, I thought of him straight away. So I just, I didn't think it would amount to much, you know, giving him a call, um, but I did. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, here he is. Uh, he's taking, obviously, a big risk to, to come over here. But I think... His energy that he has and his want to get better, but also his knowledge. You know, we look at the game differently, him from the north and we're from the south. I think that's going to benefit our players um, unbelievably, you know, having um, knowledge of the, the two hemispheres and the way we play the game and the differences is only going to improve. And I think that, that goes back to what you said 
asked me before, you know, what have I learned? You know, one of the, um, from the past, one of the main things is making sure that we don't know, uh, you know diversity can come in, in all forms and, and um, shapes and, and manners. And I think diversity of thinking is a big thing as well. We don't want to have people that think the same and see the game the same. Otherwise, we'll all make the same mistake. Um, so, you know, with him bringing in, coming in, like I said before, you know, we just think about the game differently. And we've already seen that in the in the few uh, coaches' meetings we've had. And I think everyone's enjoying that and what a, and the detail that he brings. Two players I want to ask you about before I let you go, Tana. Uh, Tom Savage, 180-odd caps for Gloucester, two metres tall. Do we thank Jonesy for that or do we thank you? Oh, no, I think yeah, there was a decision made before we came in. So, okay. um, uh, But I, I think you can understand why, you know, locks um, are like hen's teeth, yeah. uh, I think experienced locks as well. And you can understand the thinking and you know, um, that position for Moana you know, in the last uh, two seasons has been a bit of an issue, having someone to run um, that area. So, you know, they just went outside that square again and they had to find the, the right person. And now we've got Tom Savage. And uh, I'm looking forward to working with them. You know, like you say, that it helps develop um, our young locks that we have here mm. uh, with, you know, the likes of Sam Slade and Ofatoa um, Tevalu. Uh, and uh, there's a few other younger ones there that will benefit from his knowledge. And I think the whole Ford pack as well. Uh, so... Again, you know, we've got to make sure that we are developing our, our younger players in a way that we know will sustain them for the future and sustain our club. And, and, and Tom will bring that. He's excited about it. I spoke, uh, I've um, been speaking over message with him, and uh, he arrives here this week. So, you know, again, it's one of those things. He knows he's going to be, as, as, um, as Stephen did, you know, they they're going to be dealing with a different group of player that they're not used to. Mm. Um, but, you know, Tom's come from Suntory, so, you know, he's dealt with you know, the, the Japanese culture and, and dealing with, you know, those kind of players and those mindsets. And now he, he obviously has some experience around how to um, uh, conduct himself uh, in a different culture and, and with different players. So like, that experience, is, again, is going to be invaluable for him and for us. And I'm looking forward to what he brings. And the last play, it's not really a question, it's more a prediction. Um, D'Angelo Liuila, massive fan of D'Angelo, am I? And I predict he's going to be your back of the year when we're talking this time next year. He would have won back of the year. I just think he's so exciting and brings something fresh and different. Yeah, no, we love D. Uh, D's, uh, obviously, we've had, I've had him with more for the last few years and with Moana, you know, and, and I spoke to D. D'Angelo Wilder was with Samoa and, you know, thinking about signing him. And he is, he's committed. Uh, he, he loves what uh, uh, Moana's about. And, you know, it, it was a great discussion with him because I think that the issue with D in the past is just getting fit enough um, and and dealing with a few injuries that he picks up. Because the way he, he's not your typical, he can play 10, he can play 12, but he's not your typical 10 um, he, he likes to get amongst it, and uh, he's very physical as a ten. So, and sometimes that can uh, can take away and have a wear, have a bit of uh, wear and tear on your body. So, 
You know, it's just him understanding uh, that if we can get him his body conditioned to the game we want to play, then as you said, I have no doubts that he'll be uh, exceptional. Um, and and uh, you know, talking to him while we've been away and in the last few weeks, he's uh, he's got the bit between his teeth and he, he really wants to make uh, this year a, a top year for himself. Absolutely brilliant. Well, T, I wish you and Jonesy, the coaching staff, the play staff, a fantastic uh, build-up pre-season not too far away for you guys. And as always, really appreciate your time, T. Thanks very much. No worries, Steffi. All the best, eh?